What are you doing out here? I'm doing stuff. Thanks. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Stuff and Thangs podcast. We are on Easy Street. I am Sam Jones, and here is Alfie Adams. Uh, yes, sir. I know I, you're I'm, happy. I I'm know on Easy you Street are happy. I'm nodding along, my friend. Oh, my gosh. I saw uh, that scene, and I said, that is for Sam Jones. <laughs> I, I, was, I was beyond happy. <laughs> the, the minute he went over to the CD player, I went, come on, come on, do it. Do yeah. It. Said, go on, go on. And they did. So, uh, yeah, well, uh, welcome, everybody. It's another edition. Um, we are back talking all things The Walking Dead. We've got Season 7, Episode 11 to discuss. 7-11. Mm-hmm. And this, oh yeah, nice. And this episode was called Hostiles and Calamities. Nice. And did you spot the moment in the episode when he said it? No, I did not. Ah, Eugene said it in one of his little yeehaw rant of science. Okay. You got All yourself right. a load of hostiles and calamities. Yeah. Um, if you're ready, my friend, I will dive straight in. Let's roll, buddy. Let's rock on. Um, we have the cold open to the episode, of course. Um, Straight away, I realize it's going to be a bit of non-linear storytelling. We're basically f- catching up now with what's happening with the saviors. Yeah. Whilst we've been seeing the other stuff. So, so, you know, I'm okay with that in its moderation. I'm just going to put that out there, Mr. Gimple. Moderation <laughs> is the key, sir. Um, we're at the sanctuary and we've just basically Dwight has discovered the guy beating the death on the floor. He does that little look around of, huh, this guy's been beaten to death and there's a motorcycle missing. Oh, yeah. crap. <laughs> the penny drops. He runs in and he realizes Daryl has escaped from, from his cell. Yeah. Uh, Dwight is obviously looking around for him and we see that Negan's arriving back at the same time. Negan is arriving back with Eugene. Um, what is interesting is as he arrives back, Eugene's petrified. You know, the guy oh my looks gosh, yes. terrified. He has every reason to be terrified. Eugene was there and saw what Negan and Lucille did to two yep. people he knew. Yep. So Eugene, absolutely petrified. He's now surrounded by the saviors. And let's face it, look a pretty menacing bunch. Um, he's next to the Walker wall. You know, he's there. A really gross but great bit where the Walker's guts fall out. Mm-hmm. Um, that really was enjoyed awesome. That. that was that, awesome. That was great. Um, Negan is kind of, uh, kind of getting at him a little bit, isn't he? Um, where he, he's basically, you know, trying to get to find out if he's as smart as he thinks he is. Yep. Um, it's quite interesting. Just, just a few things, and you kind of see Eugene go into full on survival mode. Is that the best oh, yeah. way of putting it? You it think? is, it is, it is. Cause I, his first attempt, I was like, yeah, he's pretty smart. Yeah. And Negan was like, nope. No, and so then he it. just, yeah. So then he just went into his default mode and just started rattling off all yeah. the stuff he'd used before. Yeah. And that was really, I mean, I kind of liked that as a little bit of a throwback as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because he basically told that line to a group before and they kept him alive. And now he's in this situation where he needs to stay alive again. Yep. He rattles it off. Interested omission from it. When he met with Rick's group and uh, obviously he, he met Abraham, he put in there that he had a cure. Sure. You notice he didn't rattle that off to Negan. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. To, to me, I was thinking, you say that to Abraham or Rick, someone like that who are good, 
yeah, they want to cure the world. They want to fix yep. this. Yep. Egan's a guy who's actually kind of living pretty pretty the way the way <laughs> things yeah. are. Yeah, uh, a guy saying I can actually cure this <laughs> might end up with Lucille. <laughs> so, so I thought that was interesting. He rattled all that same story off, but stopped short. So, oh yeah, um, he's not. I mean, we've kind of identified a fast. He isn't a doctor of all these different sciences, but he is a smart guy. Sure. Um, you know, he is someone who's, whether he's been schooled or whatever, he is someone who knows what he's talking about. And he does come up with a couple of things that you can tell actually makes Negan think, oh, okay. Right. All right. Maybe you are Dr. Smarty Pants after all. Yeah. Kept calling him that. I enjoyed that. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, we then see him get a little bit of a tour and a bit of a key thing here. He's not taken into a room stripped naked and beaten. Mm-hmm. And listening to Easy Street on a loop, he's taken to a nice chilled out room, one of the ones that uh, uh, we saw before, and is going to get some food. Not lobster. He's not getting lobster. <laughs> but, I mean, that was great. What would you like to eat? Anything? Anything? Can I get lobster? I mean... Yeah, you know, why not? What the hell do you think this place is? Um, but yeah, and then, of course, we have the great scene, which I loved, where he goes to the CD player, hits play, and it's got Easy Street playing. I mean, that was... I was over the moon with that. <laughs> um, so so well done. Uh, we catch up with Dwight, who unfortunately is not having such a good day. No. Uh, Dwight is gone and has found the note that was left for yep. Daryl. He's, he's pretty much worked out straight away that it's his wife, or and slash Negan's wife, uh, Sherry is Sherry, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You got it. Um, and he gets, here's the knock on the door. It's Negan at the door. And then a load of guys pile in and just beat the crap out of him. Mm-hmm. Um, the credits roll at this point. Don't you think that the way the saviors operates a little bit like how, uh, for me anyway, TV depicts gangs, you know, the, the kind of being jumped into the gang and things like that. The, the sort of beat downs and things. Yeah. I mean, it's very much the way he runs it. Um, Mm -hmm. Try to keep everyone subservient to him. After the credits, we see um, that Negan's actually had Dwight locked in that cell where Daryl was. And we get a little bit of a backstory where you find that when he ran away before or tried to Mm -hmm. escape Negan before, Negan locked him in this cell. Yep, yep. So we, we start to unravel a little bit that when Dwight had arrow locked in there it was kind of you know uh, symmetrical in that sense um he talks him through negan talks to him through the door every now and again hammering it with lucille quite menacing Mm -hmm. um he tells him that sherry's missing uh, and essence is trying to get dwight to i don't know whether to crack or to own up to to kind of gauge whether dwight's involved in any of this right right um but Negan seems satisfied that Dwight's still on his team. Yeah. Dwight is then being patched up by the doctor. And I've got to be honest with you, I, I didn't pick up on it at first, but um, I, I ended up watching this scene again just because I I, um, I was watching on a delay and I ended okay. up rewinding it. But anyway, the doctor kind of really annoys Dwight in this scene by talking mm-hmm. about Sherry. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time I was kind of just focusing on Dwight and not really listening oh, okay. to the dialogue. It was kind of like just like background noise. Right, but then right. the doctor, so what comes later suddenly made a hell of a lot more sense, <laughs> if you like. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
you know, you can tell Dwight was quite annoyed. The doctor makes a few references to her being, you know, big hearted and you can't be that around here. And, you know, makes a few other remarks that Dwight doesn't appreciate. Um, Dwight is going out to look for Negan sending Dwight again. To me, that's like another little bit of a power trip. You know, mm-hmm. um, I'm in charge of you. I'm sending you to go and bring the woman you love back to my bed. You know, it's kind of, yeah, yeah it's, it's a real kind of menacing head game that he plays. Eugene is still on his tour. Um, he, he gets this kind of look around the place. Uh, he gets called Dr. Smarty Pants a fool for a few more times. Um, we do have a line. I'm sorry if I've jumped around on this. I've done a gimple and gone non-linear. You but I did write down one of the lines Negan said to him because I was laughing my head off. <laughs> Damn, Dr. Smarty Pants. Not only is that practical, but it's also badass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Negan's evil. He's a bad guy. Yeah. But he has taken the crown for the one-liners and the funniest lines in the show. Oh, yeah. Don't you think? I mean, the, the oh, stuff yeah. he comes out with, just like, wow. <laughs> and it actually almost makes it funnier because of the dark undertones, which possibly says a lot about me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, you weren't supposed to agree with that. Ah. Uh, I did write down a question here for you. How have okay. they got power there? Electricity, which seems to be... Just it has to of, be. Ge- it has to be generators. I'd assume it has to be generators as well, but generators take fuel and they're, they're running it 24 seven. Yeah. But it does seem like they're, they're, uh, abundant it, in supplies. Well, no, no, no. It seems like that they're, they're kind of conserving too. uh, also to a point. Cause like I noticed in Eugene's room that a lot of the, there was a lot of lamps that were like gas, you know, like mm. oil lanterns, um, ah, and right. candles. And so, um, so and where that, is that? They're running like the ref- what I was thinking was like the refrigerators, and he's sat there playing video games. Yeah, yeah, yeah it sure. kind of felt very like you know, would you if you had a finite amount of fuel left in the world right now? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, but how many people in the compound get the electricity? Because it doesn't seem like well, that's, many. That's very valid as well. I mean, you're basically looking at um, a very core group that Negan basically treats that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's, it's interesting to see how ma- it would be interesting to see how many of them actually are at that privileged kind of level. Cause I right. get the impression Eugene's been brought in at floor a one. Yep. You know, you kind of got Negan and then I'm guessing he's got the people he really values just underneath it. Right. Um, Negan basically gifts Eugene three of his wives, um, for the evening. He makes it very clear. There's to be no, you know, bedroom, bedroom for that, uh, Olympics. Um, I was trying to put it nicely so we stay, you know. Yeah, under yeah, yeah. I, pre- no, I appreciate that. That's good. That's good. Um, did I? I was not sure about them at all. I felt like they were quizzing uh, Eugene and like testing him. I don't know about you. They just, it just sort of felt at this point. I know we sort of the story evolves, but at this point, you know, they're asking him, "Can you make a bomb and things like that?" And I'm thinking, "Oh, hang on, <laughs> careful right. here, Eugene." Um, did you think that as well, or were you? Did you just think they were just generally bored and chance with? No, no, no. It, it definitely seemed something sinister. 
you know, they, they definitely seem to be playing Eugene. They, they seem to have an objective in mind, which yeah. later on we find they did. But Right, right. Um, Dwight has headed back to his house. Um, this is the house where he lived in with Sherry as his wife prior to yeah, the apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he, he basically finds a letter there, and I thought these scenes were really, really well done because oh, yes. the letter is being read out by the actress Sherry and mm-hmm. you're watching Dwight go around the house. Um, the letter is brilliant. Uh, the letter oh, gosh, is really, is. really cuts as well. And it also provides us as the audience a bit of an explanation as to why Dwight treated Daryl so badly. Mm-hmm. Sherry kind of cuts straight to it, which is he reminded you of everything you were and that's why you hated him. Mm-hmm. You know? And all of a sudden, all of that, makes sense you know it, yep. and her letting daryl go in this picture as well makes sense because she was in essence i'm sure she felt sorry for daryl because daryl didn't do her any wrong in fact saved them right before. right but at the same time she was doing it for dwight mm-hmm. you know she was and she basically took responsibility as well you know you didn't want to, to take this deal you you know right you didn't want to do it i made us do this and now you've become all the things you didn't want to be she also talks about his memory yeah uh, and says like his memory not being very good and you know yeah i'm not even sure if you'll ever read this letter right that's an interesting character thing that could yep. present itself going forward yep. Yep. but i loved the fact the very last part of this scene you know, in the letter, she mentions, you know, we agreed you'd come here. Remember, you joked you'd have the chips and the beer. Yep. And beer the very and last scene. Yeah, the pretzel. Sorry. The very last scene is he pulls the pretzel oh, and yeah. beer out of his bag. Dude. Oh, my gosh. Well, I, I told you I'd given you the spoilers before this episode aired. And I yeah. asked you, I said, did you want to read this letter? Because even me just reading it yeah. from paper Man, it got me in the feels. Yeah. But to brilliant. see it put on screen the way that they did, yeah. I mean, it was a gut check. It was like, oh and, my gosh. And don't you think again, it just really highlights something this show does better for me than any other show on television, which is when you can take a character that you have a complete idea of and flip it in a scene. You know, he the way he treated Daryl. You know, he killed people that we we know in our group. He's done all these different things. But in that one scene, he got completely humanized to me. And all of a sudden, there were relatable factors. And there were were parts of that where you've gone, wow, yeah, you know. Yep. Anyone put in that position could end up being that bad, you know. And I think... I think it's going to be interesting charting him from this point onwards because that had to have had an impact on him. Oh, no doubt. No Um, doubt. Also interesting that he says he killed her. Yeah. He he returns to the sanctuary and basically stone cold. uh, She's dead. Um, She ran away from me, ran into a, you know, a group of walkers. I, I shot her. So it was quick. Again, he's talking to the doctor Again, the doctor makes a couple of remarks at this point that Dwight doesn't appreciate. Well, it's um, almost, it, I took it almost as if the doctor didn't believe him. Did that he would kill that? her. Yeah, that's kind of like, 
Because I, I, I wasn't sure because the doctor seemed to me very superficial in everything he was saying. Mm-hmm. And possibly after the first scene, which I ended up watching between the two of them, uh, which I ended up watching twice in error, but pleased I did. I mm-hmm. kind of really focused in on the second one, on him saying the stuff about her and Dwight kind of almost, you can almost see him like grinding his teeth almost like, mm-hmm. okay, <laughs> mm-hmm. okay, if that's what, that's what you want to say about the woman I love, no problem. You know, right. I think he says something like, well, she's better off dead. You know, he right. says something like that and you can see Dwight is like, <laughs> really? Um, we see two of the wives have returned to Eugene um, and they want to talk to him about Amber, who was the third wife who we yeah. saw drinking quite heavily. Yeah. yeah. Um, they basically tell Eugene, look, she wants to die. Um, and if we do something about it, you know, we'll all be punished. If she does something about it, her family or people here will be punished. I think her mother or something. Um, you know, so we need something where she's going to go in her sleep. Um, they they really twist Eugene's arm a little bit, and Eugene agrees. Do you? I, I wasn't understanding why he ever agreed to that. That seemed very, very un-Eugene in survival mode to do something like that, which could jeopardize his position. Why do you, do you think it was just pretty women talking to him got him got him all confuddled and no, that's why or no I I think it's honestly I think it's I, I think it's just more survival mode for him I mean he doesn't know the full hierarchy of you know could the women if he says no at that point um you know somehow set him up to make him look bad in front of Megan. You know, it's just so much uncertainty. You think basically everyone he's coming into contact with right now, he's trying to, you know, be on the right side. Yes. 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 I mean, yeah, no, I completely understand that, but it is interesting that the kind of the next scenes we see is Eugene has been shown around and kind of been given a little bit more of an insight into the way the sanctuary works. Mm-hmm. If you are the lowest run on the on the savior's ladder, if you like, you in essence have to produce. You have to make oh, yeah. goods. You have to then do things. And the guys who are privileged, so the guys who go out and fight, or in this case Eugene, can just rock up, take what they want, and sign for it. Yep. Um, Eugene's in a in a line, like a queue of people ready to to look for some items he needs to make these tablets. Mm-hmm. He gets told he can't cut the line. People are, you know, a little bit, you know, a little bit dismissive of him, which he's experienced before. We had a little bit of a, a Vader moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we had, we had a, a Anakin went to walk to the back of the line and then Vader stepped back up. I mean, he he basically really played the card. Um, oh, you know, yeah. I am Dr. Dr. Smarty Pants. He didn't say Dr. Smarty Pants, but he laid it all out there. That he's now Negan's number one guy. Chief engineer. Chief engineer. There we go. Yeah. Um, really interesting dynamic because you can actually see the big bulky guys in the line look scared. Mm-hmm. You know, there were people in the line who basically would have just made mincemeat out of him. But just the fear and the way that the saviors are run, when he identified himself as somebody who they really shouldn't be questioning. Right. You know, terrified. Um, So, yeah, that that was interesting. He smirked as he walked away, not for the first time during all of this. 
is he smirking because he's surviving or is he smirking because he really enjoyed that? I I think we're we're led to believe that he's enjoying this. Do you you know? I mean, we'll, we'll come back to that at the end. Yeah, we'll come back yeah, to discussing what we think. Um, we have another gathering now. Negan's called everyone into his, you know, chamber the of horrors, the yeah. furnace. And we see Dwight is there preparing an iron. There's no one at this stage obvious who's going to get the iron. You know, there's no one tied up in a chair right. this time. Right, right, right. We have another moment where everyone kneels to Negan. Yeah. Um, such an interesting thing that I mean by itself because he's obviously made him do that. Yeah. Uh, Eugene's there with the woman um, who's basically been showing him around, kind of been assigned to him. I think mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, she makes him kneel. You know, get in line. Sure. Negan uh, seems to be just sort of about to go on a bit of a rant, and then all of a sudden slams the doctor with Lucille oh, into, yes. into like the arm. Um, the doctor whelps out in pain. He's then grabbed. Uh, Negan's handed the burning hot iron and he basically says to this doctor, you know, I'm, if you don't admit that you let Daryl out and, you know, you you were had a thing with Sherry, one of my wives, I'm going to take your face off. Mm-hmm. The poor doctor, who hasn't done any of these things, admits <laughs> it just through sheer fear. Right, right. I just, I mean, I knew he was dead, you know. <laughs> I just... I just don't know. I just, yeah, I suppose you're just going to try and do anything you can to survive. Um, right. But the doctor admits it, and Negan then grab, basically lets the guy think he's going to be okay, and then grabs him and throws him head first into the furnace. Mm-hmm. Um, Gnarly. Yeah, wow. That was, that was pretty gross. Um, it was well done as well, because there was no, you know, there were no, special effects to point at and possibly say it gone on. They left it to your, your own visualization. You just saw the reactions from the actors and actresses on set, which I thought was mm-hmm. excellent mm-hmm. Um, because it made me feel like, Oh no, you know, you can almost feel it. You know, the, how horrible that would be. Um, Eugene, I mean, watches that and is visually terrified again. <laughs> you no can doubt. see, uh, and quite rightly, um, that was a doctor, someone who they basically would need. And then Negan looks up to Eugene and says, we've got another doctor here now. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you've just seen a medical doctor who you know they would rely on or need, and that's done to him, yeah, that's uh, that's got to be worrying. I can completely understand why Eugene looks so scared. Um, Eugene Is that conf- what he said? He does say, yeah, he says, we've got another doctor. We've got another doctor here now pointing up to Eugene. Oh, so I thought he was referencing Dr. Carson at the hilltop. Well, we know from what we've read that he's likely to go after him, but he was, he did reference, we have another doctor here now and pointed okay. up to. Okay. At first I, I missed that. We, I thought, at first I thought he said, we need another doctor here now. I okay. double checked that he does point up to him and say, We have another doctor here now. Okay, all right. Which to me, again, was less about, Hey, don't worry, everyone, there is another doctor here. Because obviously, he, even if he believes Eugene, he knows he's not a medical doctor. Right. Um, but I think that was more of a, just to let you know, <laughs> this is what happens to people who mm-hmm. aren't on my team or, or, you know, step out of line. And that, that's how it felt anyway. And Eugene certainly seemed terrified. Um, 
Eugene, uh, we have a, a commercial here anyway, um, and then we're back with Eugene in his room playing his video games again. Eugene's confronted by two of the wives, and he basically rattles off he's worked out their plan. Yeah. He basically says, you know, you're not trying to help your friend die, you're planning to kill Negan, um, and I'm not, I'm not doing that. One of the women basically says to him, why? He killed your friends. Uh, Eugene... I mean, they call him a coward and leave, but he does outsmart them. You know, they say, we'll tell Negan that you're doing this. And he says, do what you want. He needs me that he can replace you. Right. I mean, stone cold, but he was a little bit worrying as he seems to be really embracing this position he has. Um, We then have the kind of final scenes where, I mean, this made me laugh. Negan is gone to see Eugene. He walks in with Lucille over his shoulder and mm-hmm. Lucille brushes past his face. And again, you see Eugene looking terrified. Negan tells him, you don't have to be afraid anymore. And then he says, but I've got one very important question for you. And before we can even finish it, Eugene blurts out, I'm Negan. I'm very Negan. I've always been Negan. <laughs> I'm, I'm the most Negan of Negan anyone ever. I mean, it's just comedic. You know, the guy's just blabbering out anything he can to say, whatever. Um, you know, I knew I was Negan before I ever got here, and now I've seen it. I definitely know I'm Negan. <laughs> yeah. Just just crazy. Um, that's how the episode ends, in essence, from, from that point of view. But then we see this scene with Eugene's then put to work. He is now being this engineer. He yeah. is... He is directing other saviors who are pouring molten metal onto walkers. And we see Dwight approach him. Now, I've got to ask you, did you hear what the two of them said to each other? Mm, uh, I don't know. Well, the reason why I ask is because uh, I finished watching the episode. I rewound it, turned it up so I could hear it. But just very quickly, I saw online a number of things on Twitter, people saying, like, just in case you couldn't hear the ending, this is what the two of them said. So I was just wondering if perhaps that was something that, you know, it was No, I mean, I, I, I did hear him talking. I don't know. he recall. makes reference whilst he's biting into a pickle that he once chomped on something else that belonged to Dwight. Okay. And, and Dwight kind of just like, yeah, let's not talk about that. Okay. <laughs> Um, but yeah, interesting seeing them two together. Um, and then they, then Eugene says to him, we're both Negan or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it ends. Yeah. We're both okay. Negan. Yeah. So I mean that, that was it. I mean, he makes a reference to, sorry, I bit down on your, and Dwight just says, just leave it. Don't talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I mean, yeah, that's the episode. I mean, I okay. really enjoyed it because I felt it really moved the story along and made me think a hell of a lot. All right, so before we move on, I, I unless you had a different version air over there, yeah. I just pulled up that scene of the furnace. Oh, okay. And, and he doesn't he doesn't reference Eugene. He says we've got another doctor and points up. He to said him. no, he says it's a good thing we have a spare a Dr. Carson. Oh wow, I thought we just said look I've we got no. a spare doctor. No, because I got the subtitles on. It, it says it's, it's a good thing we have a spare Dr. Carson. Oh, wow. There you go. That learned me. I did double check that as well. Must be going <laughs> mad. It's my old age. It is. So Dr. Carson is the doctor at the hilltop. Correct. 
Oh, that's interesting. Negan's on the name basis with him. Yeah, that is kind of funny given it's always been presented that he doesn't know a lot about the hilltop. No. Anyway. Yeah, no, that is odd. Okay, well that's that's well worth well worth thought as well then because I mean we, we know or we have a rough idea that they're planning to head there at some point. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, that's interesting. But what what are your thoughts then? Following this episode, has Yukin gone native? Oh, I think he's gone. I think he's full on Negan now. You you believe that? Yeah, I believe. I, I believe he has seen his opportunity to elevate himself yeah. in this world, and he's taken it. It is very much displayed that way for us to believe that, for yeah. sure. Um, I guess as part of me and possibly part of a lot of fans don't want to think that. They want to think that he's playing the role to, to you know, embed sure. himself. Sure, sure. And, but i got to be honest, I agree with you. I, I genuinely believe he is that much of a coward as a character that whichever way the wind's blowing... He will happily go that way as long as he's okay. Um, you know, he, he basically lied and manipulated uh, Abraham. You know, they, they weren't like they were friends. He lied and manipulated him. Abraham and him basically made amends towards the end, but he he lied and manipulated his way to survive up to that point. And now he's seen a stronger group than the one he's with, potentially. Yeah, I agree with you. I think he's full on gone to the dark side. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's interesting. I mean, it's going to be something that's up for debate, and that's why they've done it. And that's why I enjoyed the episode so much, because there is so much in it that you can take different ways. I mean, the very first scene where uh, Eugene basically blabs, I'm a doctor, I'm this, I'm that, and the other. When he walks away, he has this big smirk on his face. Mm -hmm. Now, that could be taken so many different ways. One... Thank God I've survived that situation. You know, I'm, I'm smiling because they believed me. Or it could be, you know, yes, I'm in. You know, I'm... Well, yeah, I mean, but the thing is, like, so he's presented with an opportunity to kill Negan. Yeah. Now, granted, it could be a trap. And maybe that's, yeah. you know, Negan... I mean, maybe Eugene's just being overly cautious. Very cautious, yeah. Um. But I mean, my gosh, there's the opportunity. If he was still Team Rick, you know, man, I, I think most people would have had to have taken it. Yeah. I mean, he did make the tablets. That's something yeah. else I picked up. He does make them. Oh, so yeah. He does have them. Um, it's going to be interesting to see whether that reappears or not, because he definitely made them. He, he worked out what they were, why they wanted to, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, you know, because of the weight, etc. Um, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I'm with you. I do. I do think he's gone full team Negan. And I think that if he ever is team Rick again, that will purely be down to the wind blowing and he's changed his sides. I don't think at the moment he's operating his secret agent, Eugene. I think no. he has genuinely, he is Negan. He no. is. And, and yeah, the only way he'll go back is if he sees that it's a guaranteed loss for Negan. Yeah. No, I, I agree. That, that's my takeaway from it as well. 
Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed the episode. Did you Did you have a watch party for this one? We didn't have no. We didn't have a full watch party. We had a crazy busy weekend. So, oh, uh, nice. yeah. So, but okay. So here was my thing, and and this might be unfair, but about the whole Dwight Sherry scene. Okay. Uh, um. So we've we've not had a ton of screen time from Dwight and especially Sherry. I mean, we've they've been on screen, yeah, right? Yeah. But but it's not been. You know, there hasn't been a half a season where they're, no. you know, the prominent actors. But what what the writers and, and everybody were able to do with the limited screen time that they had gave us such a connection to both Dwight and Sherry. Agreed. Why in the world can't they do that on fear? <laughs> you know, just as you were going through that, I was thinking the exact same thing. I, I kind of guessed where you were going. It does yeah. demonstrate, again, massively how, when it's done well, yes. you can easily really, really, you know, we talked last week in a kind of joking, jovial kind of way. If you could take one character out of fear and move across, you know, you couldn't even think of one that you cared enough about to, right. to see still be alive in the apocalypse. Right. Um, there are no characters in fear that if they died, I'd consider it a gut punch or, nope. or I, nope. I care enough about it. And we're about to enter the third season of that. I couldn't, yeah. The Walking Dead, I, you know, season one, after a few episodes, I cared about some of the characters that were killed. Yeah. Two, three, you know, I, you know, when people dropped, it was like, oh, wow, gut punch. So and so's gone. Just name, like, just name the amount of people that you're you're now invested in to be curious to what happens to them yeah. from the Walking Dead universe. I mean, even Dwight now, I'm like, well, man, yeah. don't let anything happen to Dwight. What's going on with Sherry? Are we ever yeah, going to see her again? You know, yeah, I, I, I agree completely with you, and it and it was so well done because we talked about it before. It was all in the background. Yeah, you know, like you said, they were never the prominent stars of the scenes. But there were always stuff, you know, we've seen them a few times, like meeting for a smoke on the steps. Right. We've seen them a few times just have little interactions. We've seen her interacting at Negan's behest. We've seen him doing things. But there's always been this little undertone. And because it's always been in the background, all of a sudden, when it was brought to the foreground in that scene, it was really powerful. Yeah. Because you, you had all these ideas and all these conceptions about them. And that letter broke that all down. Um, yep. No, I, I can't. I can't wax lyrical enough about that scene. I thought it was fantastic. Yep. So, do you think that uh, you know, uh, trying to put spoilers and everything aside, yeah, uh, with what we saw from that scene, and even putting the comics aside, do what do you think that's going to do to Dwight? Has it done anything to Dwight well, since he sold the doctor so quick? You know what I mean? It's going to be. It's going to be one of two things. If your theory is correct that he basically thought the doctor didn't believe him, then there's an argument to be had that Dwight's actually just covering his tracks there and is still for mm -hmm. Negan, you know, because mm -hmm. that's how Negan's group operate. You know, if they do something, they think, oh, that could land me in trouble. Right. You know, let's silence that and, and move on. I, I think that he did it because of his love for Sherry and I think the anger and he needed to take the heat away from Sherry and the doctor just so happened to be the person saying the wrong thing at the wrong time to him. Okay. 
I'm going to be very interested now to see how much of that letter he takes to heart. Because if it cut to him like it did the audience or me, mm-hmm. then I think we're going to see a, a transition. I think you're going to see a guy realize, you know, she's right. I've become what I hate. I need to mm-hmm. step away from that. But again, flipping it back, if that is generally how he feels, then the very first act is this reforming character is to have someone killed. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, I'm really not sure, but. I am very interested and that's what they've done. You know, they've yes. a character that a couple of weeks ago, if he'd been killed, I probably would have been like, ah, good evil. Exactly. Guy. Yep. Suddenly now I am invested in to find out, wow, you know, I, I want to know more. I want to know what he's going to do next. So yeah, I was really great. I mean, uh, like I just said, then there's really two, two points of view right now. We're going to need more episodes and more time with him to see, to yeah. see what's to come. Yeah. And, and I gotta, I mean, I just gotta say normally in, in seven, a, the Negan centered episodes, I, I appreciated them and I enjoyed them just because I knew they were furthering the story yeah. and we got to see glimpses into their world. They and were it was typically just, very tough to watch though. They were this yeah. one on the other hand, at fr- cause I tell you, we had such a crazy weekend. There was a part of me that was like, you know what? I'm just going to go to bed and I'll catch it on DVR in the morning. Yeah. And I was so glad I didn't because it, it, it was the best Negan centered episode yet. I agree. Do you think, as well, because we talked about, um, you know, the comic book arc of Negan yeah, and the yeah. TV book arc. Yeah. I'm finding with the more screen time he's getting now, although he's still a bad guy, you know, oh, he's sure. still a violent guy. They are humanizing it. And yep. I'm really interested to see if we will, if we will get the scenes, which in the comic books, you know, there's a few iconic scenes around mm-hmm. his rules and his values, for example. Yep. yep. I think if we see those, I think a lot of people could suddenly get some very conflicting emotions towards Negan, where it's kind of like, well, yeah, he is a really bad, strict guy, but he's doing it from a point of view of he believes this is the only way to survive. Right. You know, if someone was to show him you can survive this way, <laughs> he he could actually be an asset. It's just going to be really interesting because right now, Eugene in the episode refers to himself. They, you know, are you a good guy? I think he says I'm, I'm more chaotic neutral. Yes. I love that part of that <laughs> episode too. <laughs> yes. That got my dungeons and dragons nerd self, all kinds of invested in this episode. Yeah. I, I loved it. It's just interesting because, you know, characters can shift. You know, oh, if, yeah. we're, if we're going to yeah. sort of use any analogy and characters can shift based on their experiences, etc. And yep. I'm just wondering, you know, given all of the same experiences, given all of the same things happen, would we see if Rick Grimes, for example, went through all of the same stuff, would we see him acting in a way? And also, we've discussed it loads of times. If someone ran into Rick from season four into five or oh, five into six, oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. and you, you just saw that part of his story... I mean, wow, that guy's evil. Yep. You know, I know he's only protecting his friends and his family, but he just right. a guy's throat out, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, um, if you if you just happened to be walking by Terminus when they yeah. finally went on the attack, you know, Carol strikes first and then they yeah. follow suit, you would go, oh, my gosh, right. geez, we got to go save these Terminus people. Yeah, because they're being butchered by this Right, group. right. Um, so it's interesting because 
we have only just been introduced to Negan, but and we've been introduced to him in the most graphically violent, awful way possible, which mm-hmm. was the idea. You know, it came in with a massive impact. It's just going to be interesting now, um, you know, the sound a little bit Sigmund Freud is they sort of peel the onion a little bit. We're, right. we're going to see, we're going to see the layers. And I think we've already started to see a real comedic side to his mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as evil as he is, sadistic as he is, there is a real levity. And if you could, yeah, I, do, I just want to see him explore it a little bit more. I'd love to see them try and get that comic book arc. I'm going to say can, this. I'm going to say this. If they can, if they go the direction of the comic arc yeah. and they pull it off and the general audience goes with feels, it. feels the same way that the comic readers have. Yeah. I think this will be go down in history as one of the best executed TV shows in history. Well, they, they've done an amazing job because yes. you've taken people from extreme. Oh my gosh. Know, yes. To the point that, you know, the, the actor him said himself said, you know, on the street now, I've got to be careful. Right. Right. Um, you know, extreme hatred all the way through. And the comic book art did the same, you know, when he came in, he took out oh, one yeah. of the most beloved characters. Yep. Just like on the TV show. And, but people, you know, it worked towards something else. And it's going to be interesting because, of course, it's quite possible with all of these things, when you've got something worse in front of you, all of a sudden it doesn't look that bad. But but I'm sort of jumping ahead of myself. Um, my friend, do you have any thing from the spoilers this I, week? I, no, no, I don't. And I, I think, as I mentioned to you, not in the podcast, but uh, – uh, through messages or something, yeah. You know, I, I, I'm the more I've thought about it, and the more I've seen um, spoilers, and then the reaction of the people watching the shows. Yeah. I think, it, I think, really, I'm going to stick with the kind of general overviews that we get, and I'm going to publish yeah. them here on the podcast. But the detailed breakdowns of the episodes, yeah. people can go look those up if they're that interested. They, yeah. they, yeah, they can go find them, and I, I think we're just going, you know, going forward. We'll stick with overview stuff, but we're going to leave the details out. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's great. I mean, because I know some people like my voice so much that they listen to the spoilers just to hear my voice when they don't like spoilers. So I don't want to do that to my fans. You know what I mean? It is really nice that your mom told you that. Ha! (laughs) Thanks, Sam. Uh, Thanks, buddy. Come on. You know I'm joking. Everyone knows it's not really your mom. No. Yeah. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. No, um, no, okay, man. Well, that's good. I mean, we, I know a lot of people, the very first few podcasts we did said to me, I don't want to hear the spoiler section, so I will switch off. Right. But then the curiosity got to them. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I also know a fair few people who not only did the curiosity get to them, they also a few times were in the middle of switching off and heard us do that. You know, uh, Rick yeah. is dead or something uh, like right, that. And right, then all right, of a sudden, right. what? And stayed listening. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that used to work quite nice. Uh, well, in that case, my friend, we'll wrap it a little bit early this week. Um, yeah, it's good. It's just, good. You know, give people the give people what they want. Get it in and out fast. The story of my um, <clears throat> life. Hey, easy. I, I said <laughs> life. <laughs> so anyway, uh, thank you very much for everybody listening. Um, if you're not already, I know I say it every week. Do get onto the, the Facebook page. Uh, apologies for anyone who put any comments on any of the posts this week. I did see a few. Um, I'll be sure to make sure we rattle off a few next week. Uh, but yeah, get on there, get involved. There's over 13,000, uh, heading towards 14,000 people on there interacting right. daily. 
Um, we post some funny stuff. Uh, there's something I posted a few minutes ago. If you've not seen it yet, that was, really was funny. That was yeah. funny. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, oh, yeah I, I, I would just I would like to say for our listeners, I'll tell you what we'll do. Right, this is a special listener only. Yeah. Thing, whatever you want to call it. If you comment on our Facebook, uh, any of the stuff we post, yeah. if you comment and say you are a listener. Right. Like you will get preferred service and we, you will get preferred mentions in the podcast. True. So let us know you're listening. Right. Let us because I mean, it's you know, this this week has been there's been a ton of commenting back and forth. And yeah. it's it honestly gets to the point sometimes we can't keep up. So, yeah, you know, Jay, just drop a line and say, hey, I listened this week and this meme is stupid or this is the <laughs> best meme ever. Whatever. Yeah, and, and thank goodness Sam finally now says meme and not mem. Right, um, or Mimi. Mimi. Oh, I yeah. like that. That's kind of cute. If a yeah. kid says it, I think we've said it before, if a kid calls it a Mimi, that's fine. If an adult yeah. does it, they need to, you know, maybe have a word with themselves. Right. But, uh, okay, then, my friend, let's that's call it, it a wrap. Um, yes, sir. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you will download again uh, next week. We'll speak to you then. All right, buddy. See you next week. That's a wrap. Are you coming back soon? I don't know. We need you now more than ever. <laughs>